Welcome into another edition of the Keepers Podcast. Chris Schubert and Paige Demakos here with you on a Tuesday. It is time for our pre-training camp power rankings of all of the major positions. We are starting today with the quarterback position page. You and I have power ranked our top 12 fantasy quarterbacks as of today, yes. as of pre-training camp. These are rankings that we're going to look at throughout the course of the of training camp and preseason and then on a week-to-week basis. And I got to tell you, Paige, I have made, I think I'm going to make some people angry today. Oh. I am living up to the brand name oh boy. Hype of, train. of being the hype train. Yes. Because I have a big name. Oh boy. Not in the top twelve. Okay. A huge name. Not in the top twelve. All right, well, if and that's you and I stands, have not shared our lists. No, we've came up with separate lists. We came up with separate lists. And I'll tell you what I do is I usually Going into the season, I do a lot of research. I, I read a lot from training camp. I read a lot about what the what new offensive coordinators have come in, what type of scheme they're going to run. I think that has a lot to do with this because we know pretty much who the elite quarterbacks are in mm-hmm. this league. Okay, so if you're my thing with quarterbacks in fantasy football is there's about three that I take early. Yep, and then there's huge drop off. Then I, have, I then I yeah. would t- then between four and twelve, I don't really care of those guys who I got. I just got to get one of those guys. Yes, I have three guys that are clearly in a tier of amongst themselves, and then there's a, a middling tier that I kind of like, and then there's a back tier that I think is pretty good as well. Yes, I also have two guys that are coming off of injuries in my top twelve that are there now, but it come training camp they could not be there I depending have, on how that depending on how their injury progresses so i have two quarterbacks in my top 12 as well that are probably top 5 when healthy but i knock them because of the injury because again we're in pre training camp and these lists Correct. are going to evolve Correct. as the season goes on so you on. want to start backwards you i want to go, go 12, 12 to 1 i yes. agree i agree do you want to go you can go first i will allow you I'm to i'm going to go first mm-hmm. all right so my do you want me to just give you 12 yeah give me 12 my 12th overall quarterback is Ben Roethlisberger. That is exactly who I have at the number 12 spot. Oh, that's a good one. I think Ben, for me, is always has, has high upside to be a top five quarterback each and every week. But because this is an average of the entire season, there are always games, specifically the games where he plays on the road, where his fantasy numbers drop off dramatically. He throws two less touchdowns. On the road. Mm-hmm. That is a stat that has gone throughout his career. And he plays, he and his team, I will not only fault Ben, he and his team play significantly worse on the road, especially offensively. That is what dropped him out of my top 10. That is what keeps him out of my top 10 each and every year. He has great weeks where he's top three, and then he has really bad weeks. But you live with that because at the end of the season, he's a top 12 quarterback. Yeah, and, and there were some other names that I considered to, to kind of sneak into the top 12. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, yep. Matt Ryan, yep. Phillip Rivers, all names that I debated. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go with the guy that's consistent with Mariota and Winston. We're not there yet. We haven't seen consistency from them. Uh, Matt Ryan didn't have that great of a year last year. A little no, bit of a down a season back. for him. Yeah. And with Phillip Rivers, you know you're going to have those back-breaking interceptions, so you worry about that as well. So at the end of the day, I went with the guy who has a very good supporting cast, who has players that make him better, and even though he's getting up there in age, I still think he can produce on a week-to-week basis. The so guys, I have him at number 12. Yeah, the guys you just mentioned are like my 13, 14, 15. Yeah, they're right in there. They're right there. They're real close. From an average perspective, they're probably – and like we said, it's now – Let's see what happens. Let's see if these quarterbacks get healthy. All right, number 11, Paige. Yeah. I have – this is where we're starting – this is two picks in. I'm already starting hot. 
Jimmy Garoppolo so of the San Francisco 49ers so is who I, I have here at the number 11 spot. So I'm keeping track of the ones that we have are the same. I'm putting them in green on, on my little chart. Yeah, here. I also have Jimmy G. And I my explanation here is I wanted desperately to put him in my top 10, but I haven't, yes. but I haven't seen enough. Right. So And that will not change. Uh, training camp and preseason are not going to be enough to, to put him in my top 10. Not, not unless, like I said, the two guys that I have injured – that are in my top 10, don't show that they're going to be healthy for enough of the season to impact my fantasy roster. That could change. Jimmy G could end up being in my top 10. Do I think he has potential to be top five? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so this year. I don't, I don't think from a, he's a pocket passer. He's not going to get you the, the points on with their legs like the guys that I have in my top three. So that's why a guy like Jimmy G is right outside the top 10 with with potential to end up being a six, seven, eight, nine guy. So here, so here was the thing for me with Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I've seen this guy play, and, and last season he, he plays in six games. He goes five and zero for this team. He starts five games. They go five and zero. There's six zero in games that he plays in. They're undefeated. He's undefeated as a quarterback in the NFL, right? Yep. But he only throws seven touchdowns. Yep. To five interceptions. So we don't play in like fantasy baseball where you have a starting pitcher. Wins matter. Wins get you points. Win is not a statistic that gets you points for a quarterback. No, don't care. I need yardage and I need touchdowns. Yes. And he only has seven touchdowns in six games. And his yards per game pretty good, 260. But I need those touchdowns. Yeah. So until I see that next step from him and I see him kind of get accustomed to what they want to do there in San Francisco, I got to wait and see. So I think... The reason why I have him 11 is because I think there's a higher upside with him, and I think he's going to be good out of the gate, but I don't think he's as good as some of the guys I have in front of him. And to your point, you, there are three injured quarterbacks mm-hmm. okay, that could have made their way onto this top 12 list. Yeah. You said that you only have two in your top 12, and I have two as well. Yeah. I'm very intrigued to see which of those quarterbacks you and I left out mm-hmm. because I have a feeling it might be the same one, and we may make some people unhappy. Okay, so the other, the last thought I want to have on Jimmy G here is don't overreact to the wins that he had last year. Go back and look at those wins. They're, the first win that he had against the Bears, he did not throw a touchdown. No. Robbie Gold kicked five field goals. You do not, that is a nightmare scenario for a quarterback owner. I'm just telling you, pump the brakes here because we haven't seen, yes, what he did last season was impressive, from a win-loss perspective, from a fantasy perspective, he was not impressive. He was average. Okay, so hold the phone, Niners fans, because I know you're going to the you're going to your fantasy draft, and you're like, "Give me Jimmy G," and that's fine. Be a homer, but you're not going to win that way. Yeah, and I'm actually going to pull up his his fantasy stats here if I can if I can pull them up because I want to see if we can see what he did uh, last season and. Look, I'm on fantasydata.com. These were his his games. He came into a game against Seattle, 5.12 fantasy points. Third, uh, week 13 against Chicago, 10.52 points. Houston, 15 points. Tennessee, 18 points. The big game he had was a game in which he had uh, was it two touchdowns and one interception against the Jaguars. He had 21.98 points. That was the game where they torched the Jacksonville defense. And you're like, whoa, where, where did this come from? And then against the Rams, 15.58. So he picked it up the last three, four weeks of the season. But, it, but 15 it, is average. Yeah, that's an average. So game. that's you're you're not necessarily getting that top end production that you that you expect. So oh. I, I liked what I saw the last three weeks of the season. That's why it carries over into my top twelve. But I'm not ready to call him a top ten quarterback yet. Number ten, Paige, for you, Matthew Stafford. Ooh, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is a sneaky good fantasy quarterback. He is routinely 
in the top 10 and one of the least talked about guys. Okay, I almost went full New York there, talked about. Uh, Matthew Stafford is a guy who has been consistent for a long time. They are hoping that they have established their run game there, which I'm going to be paying very close attention to. They have some good wideouts there. And Stafford just gets it done in the passing game. He always, always puts up 300-yard games. 300, 400. The guy, that is what they do. I'm very excited to see what this offense can do this year. Uh, I will be paying attention as there are new, new coaching staff there, new, potentially new scheme. Uh, but Stafford is a guy that I always have in my top 10. He, do, he does it each and every year. It's a consistency play for me. Uh, so we disagree here. Okay. I have Matt Stafford much higher okay. than 10. Yep. And clocking in number 10 for me is the uh, quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams, Ryan Gosling. Oh, no, wait. Jared Goff. Yes. Uh, is who he is I have, not in my top 10. Uh, who is who I have uh, slotting in there at number 10. And, and I just look at what he was able to do last year with this offense. And, and I look at games like in week nine against the Giants where he goes for four touchdowns and scores almost 30, 30 fantasy points and follows it up with a really good game against Houston. He had some stinkers in there. I mean, specifically early in the season, those back-to-back games against Seattle and Jacksonville, two good defenses where he struggled. Sure. But they add Brandon Cooks to this offense. Todd Gurley had a career resurgence. That's all going to help the quarterback. That's all going to sure. help him play better. That Rams team has a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations. And I think Jared Goff's a big reason why because they have that offense churning. So not ready to call him inside the top. Top ten, have him just on the fringe. Yeah. I think it's a guy that you can target in the in the middle rounds if you miss out on the top tier, and you'll be very happy with the production you get. So the reason, week. the a couple of reasons why I don't have him here is because the the ball goes through Todd Gurley, and yes. anytime the ball goes through the running back, I do not like that status for a for a team. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think the Rams had a little lightning in a bottle last year. I think they're I think offensively, I could see them take a step backward. Defensively, I think they take a step forward if because they've added a lot of nice pieces on that defense. I just don't think that we're going to see the same production level there, mm-hmm. and that concerns me from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, he had multiple stretches last season where he had at least two games where he wouldn't throw a pick. He had a three-week stretch, uh, weeks 9, 10, and 11, where he didn't throw a pick, seven touchdowns, no interceptions over that three-week span. He did it early in the season when he had a five-touchdown to zero-pick stretch in a two-week span. Uh, and and to your point about uh, about not potentially getting the touches, there are some games in here where he's throwing the ball less than 24 times, yeah. right? Uh, against Washington, he only threw it 24 times. Against Jacksonville, only 21 times. Against Seattle, 21 times. So there's uh, there's times in here where he's not throwing the football. But then there are games against Seattle where he threw it 47 times, 43 times against New Orleans. So they do let him air it out when the time is right. For I sure. think you'll see more of that this, this season. Is, it's this, just hopeful. It's this, optimism for me. This is the one concern I have, and it's because I watched Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota after everybody was excited come back and have a a little bit of a step backwards. I think that could potentially be Jared Goff. And I don't think it's the Rams in total. I just don't think he's going to be as good as he was in moments last year. Page number nine. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Again, we disagree on these quarterbacks. Yeah, Drew Brees. uh, I will never disrespect my boy Drew by keeping him out of the top ten. I did it last year, and I learned the hard way. That team has so many offensive weapons. Drew Brees is a passing attack Happy offense. Sean Payton lets it fly. That is good for fantasy owners. They had some rookie named Alvin Kamara. I don't know if you heard about him. Who was pretty good last year, and they used him in a David Johnson style, throwing to him a lot, giving the ball at a backfield. But this team still goes through the air. 
I love Drew Brees, and I will not disrespect him by keeping him out of the top 10 because he burned me bad last season. So Drew Brees back in my top 10. Yeah, I do not have Drew Brees here. I have Drew Brees much higher on my list. Same thing with kind of Stafford. I'll get to where I have them a little bit later on. Number nine for me, Deshaun Watson. And the reason why I have Deshaun Watson this this low on my board is seeing at number nine. And again, pre-training camp, I just want to keep, continue to put that out there. These boards are going to evolve. I got to see. Uh, he's coming. He's a rookie coming off of a major injury. Yes, he was very good when he was out there. I mean, that game against Seattle put him on the map as a quarterback in this league. The people went, wow, that's the guy that Houston went up and drafted. That's why people thought he could be a superstar in the NFL. And he proved it. But you know what? He didn't get a full season. So yep. basically, the, when he comes back, it is going to be a continuation of his rookie season. And, and the more time that teams are going to have a chance to study the film on Deshaun Watson, specifically the teams inside the AFC South, I'm looking at you, Jacksonville. He's going to have to play that team twice the, I think he's going to struggle I still think by the time the season ends he'll be a top 10 quarterback but you but you can't at you can't tell me right now without seeing Deshaun Watson throw that he is a top six top five quarterback and oh, I, I see will. I see him in a lot of places there and based on what you're telling me you have him there as well I can't put him there right now by the time week one rolls around I could very easily see me getting there if I see him in preseason and I see him throw and and if you know how how the recovery is coming off of the knee injury but right now I just I have some concerns about saying you. he's a top five quarterback, so I have him at number nine. I understand. Number I eight understand. for you, or did you? Who's your number nine? No, I told you Drew, Drew Brees. Brees. So number, number eight. Number eight for me is Kirk Cousins. I love Kirk Cousins in this Minnesota Vikings offense. I love him throwing to Stephon Diggs. I love him throwing to Adam Thielen. I love him having Dalvin Cook back. I love him having a healthy, stud offensive line. My, oh, my. Kirk Cousins is one of those guys, if you look back over the past few seasons in Washington, even last year, where they literally traded away all of his offensive pieces that he was throwing to. Mm -hmm. He still put up big numbers. And the season before that, he was top five for most of the season. Him in an offense with some consistency where he knows he's the man. There's nobody over his shoulder. He's not worrying about it. He's got some great offensive weapons. I love this situation for Kirk Cousins from a fantasy perspective. So I have Kirk Cousins one spot higher than you do. Okay. Kirk Cousins is my number seven quarterback. And my number eight quarterback is is going to sound just, uh, the, the reasoning is going to sound a lot like who I have at number nine because my number eight quarterback is Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a top five fantasy talent. This is somebody that is probably with another season and a half of top fantasy production. You're looking at, he may squeeze into that top tier sooner rather than later. But again, a major knee injury. I don't know at what stage in the season he's going to come back I saw the reports that came out I believe yesterday or the day prior that he sent some film over to some of the quarterback gurus out in the NFL world and they say his mechanics are sound there's no worries there coming off of the knee injury he looks good that's all great but I need to see it on the field on Sunday in actual action before I'm ready to re-anoint Carson Wentz as a top five fantasy quarterback and again these are pre-training camp I just want yeah. to keep saying that. These are going to evolve. And right now, Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson, are, I still think, are top 10 based on their talent. But because of the injury concerns, I can't put them in the top five yet. And I think as we get closer to the season, you will see me move them up the board. So I'm calling an audible here on the fly okay. for my list. Uh, because I am going to put all three of the of – the of the dismantled quarterbacks on this list. Wow, you're putting them in there. Yeah, I'm putting them in there, and that's because – because I, I have a lot of belief that he's going to come back and be fine. Okay. And, and number seven would be Andrew Luck. Okay. Yeah, I don't have Andrew Luck in my top 12. Here's the thing about Andrew Luck. Talent-wise, fantasy-wise, he's a top two quarterback. Absolutely. Not, not questionable. It's not even close. Him and Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. One-two. Uh, 
I, I, I originally had him off this list, but I'm putting some faith into my boy A-Luck. Okay. I'm putting some faith into the fact that, you know what, he's had an entire season to recuperate. He's got some new management. We know the story about the general manager going in there and telling him he had to play. Not cool. Okay, putting a lot of pressure on the young guy. He's a guy who, if, if you get him at seven and he ends up being two, my oh my. And I understand, listen, this is the pre-training camp list. Yes. A lot can happen before that. I need to see him throw a football. For so, sure, so 100%. He, if he does not do that, he will not be in my top ten. But right now. You have him at seven? All things considered, hoping that he will be healthy, he's at seven. So who's getting the bump for your list? Who's, who's, getting, who's getting taken out? We'll get to that. Okay, all right. My number seven is Kirk Cousins, and for all the reasons that Paige mentioned, I have him a little bit higher. And again, I'm I'm going a a little bit more on the safer side here in pre-training camp. I'm not willing to take risks with guys like Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson right now. Okay. I'm, I'm just that's that's I'm playing the safer side. You are looking at talent upside and doing all that yeah. stuff. I'm not I'm not there yet, at least okay. as of May eighth. So I want to go back to the Andrew Luck thing for a second because you said everything that we could say about Kirk Cousins, and I'm going to explain why I have guys like Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson in my top twelve for for fantasy, but I don't have them high because of injury reasons. Yet I don't have Andrew Luck, who's clearly a top three talent in terms of fantasy and a real quarterback, not in my top twelve. I watched Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson throw last year. Yes, you did. They played in games. I saw them play. I haven't seen Andrew Luck thrown over a year. I got you. I haven't seen Andrew Luck play. The only way I can put Andrew Luck on this top 12 list is if I believe what Andrew Luck and the Colts coaching staff is telling me. And I'm sorry, but if you remember everybody, when we started this last year with the Andrew Luck, will he, won't he play situation, he was supposed to play by the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And then during the season, it was, oh, no, Andrew's going to play, Andrew's going to play. Although, although I will mention that this podcast said, do not take Andrew Luck because he is not going to play because yes. his team is going to be bad and there's not going to be any reason to play him. You and I thought that there was no there was compl- no there was, upside, there was zero upside him. for them to play him. But the injury didn't get better. That was the problem. That was the reason why he didn't for play. Sure. And, and maybe part of it was they wanted to just give him extra time, but it was also that he wasn't ready. So I can't, in good faith, tell the listeners of this podcast when I told them to not take Andrew Luck last year that they should take Andrew Luck to start you. this season on May 8th over Jimmy Garoppolo and Jared Goff. I just can't do it. I got and you. with Watson and Wentz, I have a body of work from last season. There is a bit of a recency bias here. Look, I was an Andrew Luck dynasty owner. Okay? Yeah, I got you. And I, I had a choice between Derek Carr and Andrew Luck, and I chose Derek Carr. Now that decision didn't work out, but yeah. Andrew, but Andrew Luck hasn't worked out for the people that for took sure. him in my league. So I just I couldn't put him in the I top twelve. He's thirteen. He's literally right there for me. Yeah, I get it. Number six for you. Uh, let's go you now because I was going first for the first. Okay, six. this is where I have Matt Stafford. I have okay. Matt Stafford just outside the top five at number six. I think this is the most criminally underrated quarterback in the league, I would and agree in terms with that. of fantasy, I, I think he's criminally underrated. This guy is going to consistently, like you said, put up 300 yards. He's going to score multiple touchdowns. And you know what? If his team's down 20 in the fourth quarter, you know you're getting them throwing sure. the football, and they're going to make a comeback at least once a season because that's what they do. He doesn't turn the ball over as much anymore. He's secure with the football. I wish they had some better talent there wide yeah. receiver-wise to they're help okay. him. They're good, but not great. But I got to like what this team did. They beefed up the offensive line in the draft to help protect Stafford so he doesn't take sacks because that's a huge deal. I think this is a criminally underrated quarterback. I think the difference that separates him from being inside the top five is just a 
There are games where you just scratch your head with Stafford. Yeah, he doesn't, that's he, why he's 10 for me. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, but, but there's going to be those two games where he throws three yep. of them, and you're just like, Matt, what are you doing? Yeah. I dealt with it last year. Now, he ends up having an average game even though he throws three picks, but he's going to have those games, yeah. and it just scratches your head. So that's why I have him at number six. I have Carson Wentz at number six. Okay. I have Carson Wentz at number six uh, because he showed me enough last year to put him as a top three quarterback, really. The only reason he's not, he gets bumped and he gets moved down a little bit for me is because he's coming off an injury. So you bumped you bumped him, but not as much as I bumped him. No, not okay. as much as I bumped him for injury purposes, but I think he's a top five guy if he's fully healthy. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, you you were you bumped him just outside the top five, and I kind of pushed him a little bit further yeah, down. Yeah, but everything. I mean, we know this guy's talented. He's got unbelievable weapons there in Philadelphia. This team got better in the off season. I have a lot of faith in that coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see this team having any regression, and I in in fact think this team gets better. And so I, I just think I have a lot of faith in this team in general, and I think that's why I have him as high as I do. Number five, Paige, for mm-hmm. you, uh, Tom Brady. Man, you stole my thunder because I I did the same thing you did with Brady. I just didn't drop him as far. Tom, I dropped him Tom, out of the top tier. Tom Brady, number five. Uh, listen. Tom does not get you any points with his feet because he is the definition of cement in the pocket. Okay, he's not moving. It's not. Well, it's he's got not an happening. offensive line that can he can make a sandwich back there. He's for got that sure. Much time. My concern with Tom coming into the season is he's going to be 41 years old when the season starts. They traded away Nate Solder, who's been a big part of that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Okay, and while I have tons of faith in Bill Belichick and I don't want to overreact to the storylines, there's been a lot of noise this offseason, more so than ever before. Okay, mm-hmm. so Patriots fans, you can you can get upset and you can whatever, but where there's smoke, there's fire, okay? And the reality is there's been a lot of smoke all season long, a lot of changes. The Josh McDaniel situation was funky. There's something going on there, and it's weird, okay? It's weird. Trading away Jimmy Garoppolo when you're watching what he's doing now looks very stupid. It looks very stupid. And I think that this situation made you made you realize that, in my mind, Bill Belichick wanted to start Jimmy Garoppolo probably this season. And he was not – he was ready to go – he was ready to go that direction. Mm-hmm. And Tom was not ready to walk away. So I will combine my number five and number four because you're talking about Brady. My number five is Drew Brees. I have him okay. as a top five quarterback because, again, that is a pass-first offense yep. despite Love Alvin it. Kamara being so good. Uh, they you know, they don't have Brandon Cooks anymore, but, look, they were fine last year without him. Yeah, they will be uh, fine. Michael Thomas is very good. Yes. Uh, Alvin Kamara can catch the ball to the backfield. They basically pull the receivers off of the streets, and, and these guys play well. Uh, so th- I, I think the reason why I don't have Brees higher is an age thing. Yeah. But he is going to consistently put up 4,000, 5,000 yards and put up a bunch of touchdowns. They're also very close. They're in that window. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go for it. Yes. And that means they're going to they're going to continue to do what works for them, and that's throw the football. I have Tom Brady number four. And and normally, you're going to see Brady on a lot of people's lists inside the top three. You're going to see Tom Brady, based on the season he had last year, be a top three MVP candidate quarterback, your top tier fantasy quarterbacks. I'm here to tell you, Tom Brady is number four on my pre-training camp list 
The only direction that Tom Brady is going to go on my list moving forward is down. He is not touching the top three. So nope. there's a spoiler for the list that we're going to do throughout the course of the season. Uh, I don't think until I see Tom Brady play on Sundays is he going to move higher than four. I think I'm actually going to move him down. The reason why I'm taking him out of top tier, father time is undefeated. I'm sorry. I do not care what he did last year at the age, and I don't care about the TB12 and the Alex Guerrero. I don't oh. care about it. Time is undefeated. I know Kurt Warner's trying to make a comeback here, apparently. But Kurt Warner is not going to be on my top 13 fantasy quarterbacks if he does return. Tom Brady is running out of time. Yes. That, to me, is the biggest factor. To your point about some of the drama that's going around in New England, I think that plays a role. But at the end of the day, Belichick and Brady, they're competitors. For sure. When Sundays roll around, they'll put that stuff to the side and they'll play. For sure, 100%. But that doesn't mean Tom Brady is going to be able to play at the elite level. You got teams inside that division. I think, and this is going to sound like being a homer, I like what that Jets defense looks like next season. I think a lot of the teams in the AFC have gotten better to the point where it's going to be a struggle for New England. And Tom Brady, I think, is just going to start turning the ball over more. I don't think you're going to see that zip on the ball that he had. I don't think he's going to be able to be as accurate. Their wide receiver room, you know, they got rid of Brandon Cooks. I know it wasn't a problem because they made it to the Super Bowl, but I just don't, I cannot look, I look at the three quarterbacks that I have in front of Tom Brady, and I cannot say that I can, in good faith, put Brady ahead of him. I agree. That's 100%. That is why, and because the reality is that these teams, the guys that I have in front of him, get a lot of points with their feet. And the reality is that is where the league is going. Okay, the pocket passer guy in the NFL, listen, Aaron Rodgers can still throw out of the pocket, but he he runs, he gets you a lot of points with his feet. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady's not getting any points with his feet. It's funny, all three quarterbacks that I have in the top three have something in common. Yeah. They all can extend they the all play can, with their legs. Exactly. And, and that's what and that's why Tom is that's why Tom's back. And I think, listen, go look at what Peyton Manning broke literally every offensive record mm -hmm. his second to last year. Yeah. The last year he played football it was Jekyll and Hyde. It was, it was like you watch the best version of Peyton Manning and then you watch the worst version. And, and I'm I, telling you, time comes for everybody. Right. And I know I've been saying it for a long time. Tom Brady's time will come. And clearly, I still think Tom can be good enough to be a top five fantasy yes, quarterback. But he's I not just, top three anymore. I just don't think so because I think by the time the season's over, if Wentz and Watson are healthy, I think they're both better than Brady from fantasy perspective because of the value of, of running. Uh, I, I think Kirk Cousins and Stafford have, have better arms in terms of being able to put up big numbers. I don't think Brady's going to consistently churn out 300-yard games. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Brady's going to sit in the 225 to 250 every week and throw a couple of touchdowns and, mm -hmm. and, and kind of be in that range. And I think there's games where you're going to see him just – it's going to look bad at times. I, I really think there's going to be a drop-off for Brady this year. And, and I know we talked about, oh, I, I've negotiated two more years with Giselle that I can continue playing. I just don't buy it. You can't it. negotiate with time. Sorry. I don't buy it. That's where the conversation Number three, ends. Paige. Deshaun Watson. Really? Yep. So I'm intrigued because that means you have – the guy that I have number three, you don't have on your list. No, you skipped over my number four, who's Cam Newton. Okay, so that's why I have a number three. Okay, so Cam Newton's my number four. Okay. Uh, for very, for obvious reasons. Uh, the guy gets you a ton of points with his legs. He extends the plays. He's got some more weapons that I like. I know we talked about it. They're, they they think the rookie, when we talked about last week, that the rookie's not going to make an impact right away. I think I DJ Moore is I think DJ right Moore is going to be incredible right away and a huge fantasy asset. I think second year of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I, I, I love... Greg Olson. I love Cam Newton here, uh, and I'll skip right to my third. Deshaun Watson gets the slight edge because I like his offensive line more. Okay. Uh, I like him coming back off of a just ridiculous season, 
And I like him because he has what I would say is a top two wide receiver in the league in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is very he's a, good. He is a he's a wild card for for anybody, mm-hmm. and that's the difference between him and the guys I have two ahead of him is he has an X factor, mm-hmm. and and nobody else. There are a couple of people in this league who have a guy like that, a Julio Jones for Matt Ryan. Okay, but he's taking that relationship's weird, and I don't know what's going on with Matt Ryan. Okay, yep. This 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 one and Ben and Antonio Brown are the best one-two combinations that there is. And Hopkins puts up numbers, and he goes and gets the ball. And him and Deshaun Watson had a thing going last year, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens this year. And I think if he comes back healthy, like I said, training camp. This is prior to it, but I think he's for sure a top three guy. Yeah, Cam Newton number three for me. Yeah, uh, I, I think totally Devin, agree. I think Devin Funchess is really going to emerge as as a legitimate wide receiver two this season. I think DJ Moore is going to be really impressive in year one. I think, like you said, another year of Christian McCaffrey. And and I know we're talking about the other pieces, but those matter when it comes to your fantasy quarterback. You need them to have people that they trust in, that they have faith in, that are productive for them, because that's going to mean that Cam is better. And I, I think he's got a very good group. He's got a tight end that literally catches everything. I think that team's going to be much improved this season. And again, despite them not wanting him to, Cam is going to run the football, and that is a dangerous weapon to have down in the red zone. He's going to get a lot of rushing touchdowns, and he's just going to be able to be so productive. And I just think he, he's a difference maker. And I think every week you can see him put up 25-plus fantasy points yep. easy. Yep, for sure. My number two is Russell Wilson. So is mine. Uh, and you, you may think, Chris, how can you put Russell Wilson number two? You just bashed the Seahawks last week when you guys did your you know, your rookie rankings. Yeah, and what I, the Seahawks I, did. I will continue to bash the Seahawks, but not Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has an ability to be and, – and, and the reason why I would – even go as far to say that my top two quarterbacks are in a tier amongst themselves. They are. Is because they they could, me and Paige could be the wide receivers for these two guys and they would still be top two fantasy quarterbacks. Yep. Russell Wilson has an ability to just do everything by himself. Yep. He makes the craziest plays, rolling out of the pocket, throwing the ball on his back foot. He just does everything crazy and he's constantly productive. I stopped second guessing Russell Wilson as a fantasy quarterback about two years ago. Yeah. And I'm no longer going to do it. I know that you just draft Russell Wilson and you you know what you're going to get. Absolutely. It's going to you're going to get nervous at times because he's going to be running for his life and you're worried about him getting hurt, but he's going to put up numbers. Yep. It's just the way it works in Seattle. Yeah. So I have him number 2. I second everything you said. There's no listen, this offensive line can't get any worse. Can't get any worse than it's been over the last two seasons. No, and they made improvements. And they made and they changed their the offensive scheme. They got a different offensive line coach. I think you know, it's I don't think it's going to be great. But I think it might be a little bit better, which just makes you like Russell Wilson even more. And he's at the point now where he's he's in a box. He's in. I don't need to see anything else other than knowing that Russell Wilson can escape and get you. He's gonna run for forty yards and then throw a, a pass off his back foot, and you're gonna lose your mind. And it's gonna get you ten points on that fantasy play, and you're mm-hmm. gonna be like. I can't believe what Russell Wilson just did. He's done enough of that that we need to trust him, and I trust him at that spot, which leads us to number one. It's Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. If you have anybody else as your number one, just get out of here. No, uh, uh, spoiler alert for everybody. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, barring an injury in training camp or preseason, will be my number one quarterback when we do these again. He, he uh, I'm sorry. He's the. I'm looking at. I was like looking at a couple of different lists. Then I have my list. The highest rank, one. The lowest rank, one. Literally yeah, I, every single fantasy football site let's not forget has the, Aaron Rodgers won. Let's not forget, not only is the guy immensely talented, and he's the best quarterback in the league, he's also playing for another contract. Also that. And and that means he, he saw what Matt Ryan just got. Yep. 
He's seen what a lot of other quarterbacks have gotten. Stafford. He saw what Flacco got, and he mm-hmm. he just sat back and he didn't say anything. And he's going to get paid. And oh. if he has a monster season, which is basically just standard place with Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be an MVP candidate. He's going to be. Now you can say, hey Chris, I mean, he hurt himself last year, missed a lot of time. Are you worried about it? Uh, no, uh, this is Aaron Rodgers. No, he came uh, back I'm, and played. I'm not worried at all about Aaron Rodgers. Here's the, here's he the came thing. back when probably he shouldn't have because he wanted to get his team to the postseason. Yeah. I'll take that guy as my number one fantasy quarterback. Yes, please. and they made some they made some improvements to their defense, so I think he's going to be able to have a little bit of help from the defense. New offensive coordinator. New offensive coordinator. I'm listen. You saw Aaron Rodgers. He literally liked. He is sub sub liking everything on the internet. He liked every Kirk Cousins tweet. He liked every contract tweet about about Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. Boy wants to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. The highest paid player in the league. And he he deserves it. And it's gonna be a monster year. And Green Bay is gonna have to. Take the vault out to pay for Aaron Rodgers and well-deserved. So there you have it. Those are the top 12. You and I, Paige, agreed on four of the top 12. We had the number 12, the number 11, the number 2, and the number 1 quarterback. That doesn't surprise me. You and I put uh, our top 2 and our bottom 2. But a lot of the same, just different ranks. Yeah, we just had them in different order. I I think the biggest difference had to be where you had Breeze and Stafford and where I had Breeze and Stafford. Yeah. and I think I, I don't think you had Jared Goff in your top twelve. No, nope. and I right and I, outside. And I have Jared Goff number ten, and you have Andrew Luck on your list, and I do not. I'm not ready to go that far. Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. Those are our quarterback lists uh, for pre-training camp. And like I said, we're going to do these right before preseason. I think we'll do these throughout the preseason, and then again, probably around. I would say the, the the beginning, middle of August, we'll give you our final. This is what you should go into your draft looking at lists for for fantasy quarterbacks. But on Thursday, Paige, we're coming back. And we're going to do running backs. Yes, okay? we are. Let's do, we did 12 for quarterbacks. Let's do top 15 for running backs. Okay. Running back at premium position. A lot of value there. Probably running backs are going to go with your one, two, and three picks in your draft. So let's go 15 running backs for okay. Thursday. I like that. And we will give out our pre-training camp uh, running back rankings on Thursday. This is where I have to do the spiel now and remember where everything yes, is on yes. the podcast. If you would like to follow the podcast, you can do so on Twitter at FRS underscore fantasy. Uh, we're producing a lot of fantasy content there. The podcast gets posted there as well. And to follow the, to subscribe to the podcast, you can do it in a bunch of different ways. You can do it on Anchor. Uh, follow our Anchor account, FRS underscore fantasy, because you're not only just going to get the keepers there, we're going to do some short little podcasts you know, throughout the season. There's going to be other fantasy coverage from other sports, a lot of different things that we're working yeah. on behind the scenes that you're going to sure. see there as well. Uh, on iTunes, FRS underscore fantasy. Again, all the content that we're producing on Anchor will go there as well. And I believe we are on um, Pocket Casts and Overcast for you Android listeners out there. And I'm working on getting it on Google Play as well. Working on that behind the scenes here. So that is where all you, you can find all of the lovely content and the podcasts. Uh, that's going to do it for us. You can follow Paige on Twitter at the underscore sports page. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris R. Schubert. Yell at us about our lists. Go ahead. Yell at me for not having Andrew Luck in my top 12. Yes. I'm, I'm just waiting for it. Um, so that's going to do it for us here. We will be back on Thursday, guys, with our fantasy running back rankings. Bye.